Hello, and welcome to another episode of In the End, a Morbidly Curious podcast. I'm your host, Emma Hitchcock. And I'm Tara Ingman. And this week, we're going to do it like, we're going to do a little differently today. So we uh, we thought it'd be really cool to do an episode on superstitions about death. Yeah. So we don't have like a shtick. <laughs> we don't have like a shtick for that. But um, so what we did is we separately researched uh, superstitions about death, and we each have a list and we haven't seen each other's list, so we're just going to kind of, like, rapid fire, go back and forth, and, like, try to out-crazy the other, I guess, is kind of where we're going to go with that. Exactly. Some of these are super crazy. So, like, buckle in, folks. Let's go. Do you want to go first? Um, okay, let's start Or do you want with... me to? I can go first if you want. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm just looking at my list, like, where does one start with this nonsense? So... Yeah, I'll start. Let's because I think this is one that that is pretty common. So, um, do you know hmm. that you are supposed to cover all the mirrors in your house after somebody dies? I mean, I know that's part of like the Jewish Shiva tradition. Yes, I know it in that yes, context. Yes, that is that is. Yeah, so that's where it started, and that's actually that's just like a cultural thing. They were like, we'll cover all the mirrors so that we're not focusing on ourselves, and we can like focus on the dead. But then there's the Victorians, and they were crazy. <laughs> Indeed. And um, <laughs> so they kind of appropriated this tradition, but their rationale was they needed to cover all the mirrors for fear that the dead soul would get trapped in the glass. <laughs> naturally, naturally, yes. <laughs> I'm not that's quite fine. sure how that. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. But well, because the there. soul is, like, loose and flying around, I guess. And so, like, mm-hmm. can and mistake... Much like a, um, right, much like a bird. Yeah, exactly. We'll fly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, like, just mirrors? Because, I mean, they had, like, glass windows and things, obviously, as well. But, like, soul's not going to nope. get trapped in that. Just a mirror. No. No, they okay. did want you to open... They wanted you to open the window so the soul could fly out and escape i don't know what's going on there's a lot of flying souls <laughs> right and yeah. apparently i mean obviously if you don't open the windows like the soul gets trapped in the house and haunts you forever i guess right i i guess i don't know i'm not victorian but that's what they tell me so. <laughs> okay <laughs> um so here's a good one we all know that black cats are bad luck right common superstition in many places around the world wait that what black cats oh okay yes right black cats are bad luck if a black cat crosses your path something bad will happen etc well um i mean you know this but for the listeners who don't know this i live in turkey so a turkish friend told me that an old turkish superstition in at least some areas of the country is that if a black cat jumps over the dead body then that person will rise from the grave. Like, like zombie style. <laughs> Not like its soul will come back and haunt you, but like their physical body will rise from the grave like a zombie if a black cat jumps over the body before it's been buried. Because like the cat brings it with it? Like like a puppeteer I, situation? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Black cats are bad luck i guess and so like heralding the bad luck of becoming a zombie i don't know that's all i've got (laughs) 
All right. So in keeping with uh, the cat situation, hmm, I actually, yeah. this is possibly my favorite one on the list Ooh, okay. uh, that I have. So yes, cats have a long history of being considered freaking evil. Right. And uh, so there's the old superstition that like you can't let cats near your baby because uh, the cat will steal the baby's breath until they suffocate and die. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, if your baby has allergies, I suppose, maybe. Sure. <laughs> but like. <laughs> True story. Um, yeah. So this is actually like I find this one interesting on a couple of levels, partly because it's insane. Um, but also because it's a way to explain uh, sudden infant death syndrome. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, and so like that's kind of cool. But I love that they. um they were like, well, why would a cat do that? And it's like, well, because they're jealous because there's a baby or like the baby's <laughs> breath smells like milk. So clearly the cat just needs to be all up in there. And here's <laughs> I can't. Right. So I can't verify this. Like I couldn't. I, I did actually try to find it, but I couldn't verify this. But I found an article that referenced in 1791 huh. a jury in Plymouth, England, actually found a cat guilty of infanticide. <laughs> Like that of is the level. Of course it did. <laughs> the fucking Puritans, man. Um, I want to recreate that. Like, I want to put a cat. I kind of want, just... like, I want to read the transcript from that trial. I bet it's really, really hilarious. <laughs> Do you plead guilty? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Like cross-examining the suspect in that case i suppose i mean you can try but like i don't think you're getting much out of that cat (laughs) yeah like what do you have to say for yourself and it just starts licking itself in the jury like it'd be yeah the witness stand it'd be great amazing but yeah i thought that one was pretty great like don't let cats near your baby because it will steal its breath i even (laughs) like i even like the phrasing on that Okay, in keeping with the animal theme, this is All right. one of my favorites that, again, a Turkish friend told me. Um, one of these, like, insanely specific ones. Okay, if a dog howls towards a house, like, in the direction of a house, the people in that house need to turn a shoe upside down to ward <laughs> off death. <laughs> There are so many complicated parts. Like, because if I hear a dog bark, like, right, I don't know if it's so. Like, every time they hear a dog bark, do they just like go adjust to their shoes? Like, um, I mean, <laughs> I have never actually like this was told to me in the context of like what kind of strange superstitions have you heard of right. before? So like, I was soliciting this. This is not actually information that like unsolicited people have told me before right people are Mm. do not go around being like oh my god there was a dog you have to go turn that shoe upside down right um just to be clear but like (laughs) i i mean i was told howls not barks so like i'm gonna draw a distinction there um because dogs i mean don't tend to howl as much as like wolves or foxes right right so uh, yeah like if a dog howls towards a house 
But then, like, how do I know it's a You're going to die. Like, somebody's going to die. I'm going to die. Unless you turn a shoe upside down. That's going to be, because, like, that seems like a lot of work. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a wolf? Is it a dog? Is it, I don't know what's happening. So, like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> Hilariously specific. <laughs> um, okay. Like, animals are, are just generally great for these. So, the other one I have on my list about animals, and I thought this would, like, crack us up collectively. Um, major portent of death. Is seeing an owl okay. during the day. Just seeing it. Ah. Just, oh, look, there's an owl, and now you die. <laughs> and, like, I will die if I see the owl, or, like, someone I know yes. will die. I don't I mean, know. It I'm just gonna said die it's... if I. Huh, just, like, warning of death. Okay. Could go either way. I don't right. know. Right. Somebody's um, gonna die. But I just thought. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because, like, uh. we, we both have an affinity for owls, which are apparently yeah, yeah. the bearers of bad news. Who knew? Uh, like, ravens or crows or something? I can see that. But, like, owls? Birds, what did owls Birds in general. Anybody? Yeah, birds in general get a bad rap. And, like, I've heard about other – but, like, I hadn't seen owl before. So I was like, really? Why yeah. did I yeah. besmirch the owl? Right? Maligning owls. I disapprove. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Here's another good one. White horses are similarly okay. a warning of death, especially if you dream of white horses. Oh. Like white horses in general, it seems. Um, this was like back in the day in Bohemia, apparently, was this association. Um, white horses in general are like super bad omens but like dreaming of white horses sign of death you're definitely gonna die that's so interesting because that's what they used to pull like back in the day of horse-drawn uh horses right they, they used well right horses. i think that's where it comes from exactly that's why so like I, yeah i just i wasn't I sure that's was why a, they got that association yeah i didn't know if it was a chicken or egg like you know they're the yeah bearers i don't know of- that's a good question i'm not sure Unclear, and I remember this yeah. is totally unrelated, and we can cut this out of the episode. We'll see. But um, my grandmother, um, her first memory ever is when hmm. she was four, and she she remembered these beautiful, beautiful white horses out in front of her house, and just she just thought they were like yeah. the most beautiful things she had ever seen. Um, and then she realized like later on that that memory <laughs> that it was, a was hearse. <laughs> the hearse taking away her parents who had just died um, oh god yeah yeah <laughs> wow that's dark <laughs> yeah it was super dark and like she i mean she ended up she grew up in an orphanage right so like at the orphanage she was right. like but my first memory ever was these beautiful beautiful horses and then it's like slow realization and over all the time. adults around her exchanged knowing looks and were like right Come on, sweetie. What? I think it's time for bed. <laughs> right. Like, mm, yes. Hold on to that memory. Yeah. yeah well, so apparently um, a related thing also in Bohemia, I guess, um, is that so the yes, as you say, white horses draw the hearse often. But if it's two white horses, like specifically two and both of them are white, then there's going to be another death in the neighborhood within the month. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Just so, one. like, you can have yeah, one, one white horse. horse. Right. Or you can have, like, four white horses. But you can have two <laughs> white horses. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you just can't go too middle class with it. You got to go 
Right, right. You got to go all the way or like just don't do it at all. You know, ride or die situation, I guess, with the white horses. (laughs) All right. I will keep that in mind for my horse-drawn carriage funerals that I hold so often. Indeed. Um. All right. So, like, that kind of gets into like funeral, funeral stuff. So, I actually have one. Um. That's about transporting corpses. Actually, so. Mm. Um. There's a superstition that, in order to not get lost on its way to heaven or the afterlife or whatever, um, a corpse should never pass over any part of the same road twice. So, because hmm. apparently it gets confused at that point and uh, <laughs> can't get to its destination. Okay. So if if you're driving the hearse in a funeral and you miss your turn, just keep going. Like, don't turn around and go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find another route. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, there's another one I read um, that whoever counts the carriages at a funeral which I guess would translate into cars, I assume, in the modern day, is going to die within the year. Wait, whoever what? Counts them? Whoever counts them. Gotcha. Like, as they pass in the procession on their way to the cemetery. Like, don't count those cars, because if you do, you will die. I mean, that's kind of fair, because that's you being a jerk. (laughs) You know? Because there's two reasons you do that. Either you're like this is holding up my shit and I hate these people. <laughs> like, look at these hard words. Or right. you're counting to see, like, oh, did anybody actually like that part? Like, either way. Right, there, yeah. There's no yeah. good reason to be. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. To be counting those. So what you're saying is... So I'm with them. You're asking for it at that point, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, and then I'm fine with it. Like, I'm fine yeah. with it. Though I would very much like to be on somebody's deathbed and be like, it's because you counted the hearses. Like... <laughs> I just like that it specifies you, within a year. Like, right. <laughs> not I, just yeah, like, put a clock you will it. die. Like it's that. like, within the next year, you're next. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so funeral processions. I've got another run on this. Um, hmm. Did you know that if you see a hearse or a funeral procession go by, you're supposed to touch a button? I feel like I've heard this, actually. I feel like people have said this to me. Like yeah, the button I'm, on your coat or your shirt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, like, some kind of why? I mean, so I know it's a superstition. It's to... like, that might be an insane question, but like, it seems like an insane thing to do. Yeah. The theory behind it uh, that I was reading is that it's supposed to like ground you. Hmm. It's, okay. it's touching something very earthly and common to keep you tethered to the the here and now so your soul doesn't not get make distracted you... and fly away again all these flying souls yeah like touch button stay here focus focus right here i guess i don't know uh, okay all right sure why not <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> changing the topic completely okay but this is just hilarious <laughs> and again i love how specific these are if you sneeze on Sunday morning before oh. breakfast, you will hear of the death of someone that you know before the next Saturday night. I'm in trouble then because I, I say sneezed that again. like 55 times while I was making breakfast this morning. 
well, the clock is you No, is going to die before next Saturday night. I just feel bad because I could have held it in long enough to like finish cooking my bacon, but I didn't. So I guess that's on me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's one that I, I actually found the reasoning behind because, um, you know how they say if you spill salt, you're supposed to throw it over your shoulder. Hmm. Right. Yes. Do you know why? I absolutely do not. Tell me. <laughs> so you're supposed to toss it over your, your shoulder because um, spilling like salt, you talk about like salt of the earth, it's supposed to be very important. And for some reason, spilling the salt gives the devil the opportunity to steal your soul. I don't understand the mechanism, but like, there we okay, are. Sure. So, right. <laughs> once it's spilled, you have to grab it and throw it over your shoulder to blind the devil so he can't uh, steal your soul. Okay. That's so good. I like that. <laughs> it's Blinds good. It's devil. also like, I love the idea that the devil, like, his downfall <laughs> is going to be a little salt in his eye. Like, I. <laughs> Master of the universe, Lord of the underworld. Oh, God, it stings. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, this is a good one. This is uh, in Japan. So apparently, so you know the Chinese zodiac, right? It's yes. got the however many there are. 12, I assume, like animals, one for yes. each year, right? And they rotate. And I just found out that I, I thought I was year of the rat because everybody told me that forever and ever. But the way my birthday falls, it was actually the year before. So I'm year of the pig, which seems more apt. <laughs> well, I'm year of the ox. So like, meh. Nice. So nice. apparently there is an additional complicating layer to the Chinese zodiac that I was unaware of. Okay. That is, it. they have, they not only cycle through the animals, they also cycle through various elements. So there's like- okay. Fire and air and water and earth and yeah. wood and, I don't know, spirit. There's several of them. So the cycle repeats, like, with all of these different combinations, there are 60 of them, right? So, like, it's a 60-year wow. cycle, not a 12-year. So women, but not men, only women, who were born in the year of the fire horse... So that's like the horse from the normal Chinese zodiac, but like with the element of fire, right? <laughs> so women born in the year of the fire horse have troubled marriages, they mistreat men, and they cause early death for their husbands and their fathers. <laughs> I'm I even them, more upset clearly. that I'm not. <laughs> okay, need... so here are the years. <clears throat> The years that fire horse women are born in, or fire horses in general. The next one, the, the last one was 1966. So if you know anyone born in 1966, she was a fire horse. The next one will be 2026. And then before that, it's 1906 and 1846. So women born in those years cause early death for their husbands and fathers. <laughs> Though I do, I actually, I have one from the same uh, hmm. area of the world. So in the West, you're supposed to uh, hold your breath when you right. pass the cemetery, yeah. right? I'm not quite sure how this works, but that's so that you don't inhale other people's souls, <laughs> I guess. Um, okay, sure. <laughs> the, the official theory is like, 
it prevents you from allowing souls to get in. So I have to assume that you're like inhaling them as you drive by all of the Ghostbusters. But whatever. That's in the West. Okay. In Japan, however. I just, I love that mental image. Okay, I'm sorry. In Japan. So glad I could crack you up so hard. What is it you do? Yes. Um, I'm not sure the mechanism by this, but instead of holding their breath, they tuck their thumbs in when they pass cemeteries, which hmm. seems like a much more practical yeah, like, way to go about it. But I couldn't find an explanation like tuck as it to into why. Their, like make a fist with your thumb tucked in style, you mean? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> much less likely to uh, yeah. pass out, but not as amusing. Not nearly. Uh, that's excellent. Um, okay, this is a really good one that my <laughs> Sicilian friend told me. All right. If three people make a bed together, like at the same time concurrently, then the youngest person will die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it takes three people to make a bed. I was like... just wondering. I was like, is that to avoid the third wheel situation? <laughs> I'm like, I got this. Like, get out of my... <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> Right, like two people seem Max. like one person is certainly enough. Like two people is definitely more than sufficient to make a bed. Like three people, three people is nonsense. So make sure you never make a bed with two other people, mm-hmm. or at least if you do, make sure you're not the youngest of them. <laughs> um, this one's not actually on my list, but I I just remembered it when you said that. I have another one about three people, which I think most people have probably hmm. heard, which is that yeah. uh. If you if three people uh, light cigarettes off the same match, the third one will die. Huh. Do you know where that comes I from? I also have no, oh. I don't. What is that? Um, so it actually came out of World War One. So the idea was uh, right. the first guy lights it <laughs> and the snipers can see roughly the area. The second one right. uses it. And gives him time to aim. So when the third one gets to lighting a cigarette, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, three seems like maybe an unlucky number. Because I also have on this list, if three people look in a mirror simultaneously, <clears throat> one of them will die within the year. Okay, a lot of middle school girls would just be super dead at this point if that were true. <laughs> well, but maybe it's not just three of them. Like, when I did such things as a middle school girl myself it was always like you know all 10 of us at the sleepover oh. or whatever right i don't know i was just so thinking like, of, like maybe middle school bathrooms three. like at some point there's three of you mm, I mean. yeah true true yeah i don't know you'd think it would actually be like a because it's like the holy trinity you'd think that would be like a good like three would right? be a solid number yeah. but apparently not but no apparently not yeah um let's see okay this one i could not find i actually did look up articles like trying to find scholarly articles that could uh corroborate what i read because it seemed so looney tunes that i just (laughs) i was like that can't be right and it may not be but here is what i read there is in mongolia a superstition 
that you cannot cut your hair because mm. other people's souls are living in your hair. And if you cut it, <laughs> they will get lost. Like ever? You can never cut your hair? Correct. Interesting. Or you are just dropping because souls left and right. That is so... Like how... <laughs> how does that belief get started? <laughs> See, this is what happened in my brain when I read that. And I went... <laughs> Right. I need to look this up because no. Uh, but I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess huh. like people die and that's like how they maintain like over time the souls of all of their, I don't know, yeah. people. But like in their hair? I mean, surely there are easier ways, guys. I like, mean, there's been a lot of people over time. You need something that has a lot of strands to like contain that many souls. I mean, so, I mean, I guess from a practical perspective. I guess. As a storage so, like, solution. Each individual strand. <laughs> each strand is a soul, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> in this And model. they didn't have, okay. like, yeah. back in the day, they didn't have the container store. So they were like, what have we got? <laughs> hair. That's what we've got. All right. We got lots yeah. of hair. <laughs> Let's do this. That's grandma. <laughs> That's great uncle Bobby. <laughs> okay. Here's another one that I have been told um, by a Turkish friend of mine. <laughs> which also like i have no idea how this started so like in there's the five daily prayers right mm -hmm. in uh in islam so don't chew gum after the prayer that happens at sunset or you will be chewing a dead person's body ew what why is what she told me I have no idea. Some sort of transubstantiation situation happening, I suppose. I have no idea. <laughs> I, what? But that had to be reasonably yeah. modern because, like, gum didn't. Right. Like, hasn't been along around that long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Totally my, bizarre. <laughs> my brain hurts. <laughs> For sure. I feel like that had to have started from some, like, really sadistic older brother. Like, that's the only way. Right. <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs> Like, no adult is going to be like, listen, you're chewing yeah. zombie gum. Like, that's definitely a 12-year-old talking to their five-year-old brother who, like, didn't yeah. share his bubble gum. And it's like, it's fine. I didn't want it anyway because it's, like, after evening prayer. And that's definitely a dead person you're chewing on. So suck it. Right? Yeah. Totally. And then he went to preschool so and told all of his friends. Like, that's how that happened. I'm like. <laughs> that's how it started? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That seems legit. <laughs> pretty sure. Um, I'm back to, oh, so I, I'm looking at what's left on my list. I've got one, I got, I got more Victorian crazy, because I love them, and they were obsessed with death. So, you're supposed to carry a corpse, uh, feet first out of a house. Right. And the reason, all of the Victorians, <laughs> is that if it went out head first, then it is facing the people still living in the house, and it would beckon them to come with them into the afterlife. So if you carried it out, Ooh. yeah, head first, it would bring you with it to the afterlife. <laughs> uh, These, like, good. dead people are like super active, according to the Victorians. Like, they are busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Here's another one about family. <laughs> <laughs> family reunions. If uh, members of a family, after long separation... Meet for a reunion. Some of the members will die within the year. 
So, like, avoid family reunions, people. That's the take-home message. Number one, I love that message. And number two, (laughs) I feel like that's just statistics working in your favor. Like, (laughs) Right? Um, oh, okay. I think I've, oh, I've got, I've got like three more on my list. Um, okay. If you sweep under the bed of an ill person, uh huh, you will die. You will die. Okay. You wow. will die. Which puts a lot of pressure <laughs> on orderlies, I feel. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're supposed to just die in filth? That doesn't seem very considerate. Well, it didn't. What I read didn't even say die. Like it didn't say a dying person, just an ill person. So like, I got my own cold, and you decide to sweep the floors. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. You're dead. All those hospital workers. I did not know that there was an epidemic of just hospital workers <laughs> dropping dead. Uh, I have a good one, also about sick people. Okay. Let's see. Huh. If during sickness scissors are dropped so that the point <laughs> sticks in the floor. The sick oh person God. will die. That is so specific. So really what you're saying is just don't use scissors when people are sick because... Right? Yeah. It's too dangerous. I mean, it would be pretty freaky, I imagine, if you did drop a pair of scissors and it landed, like, point first, stuck in the floor, like, upright. That would freak me out. Um, I mean, I've definitely done that. Like, if you okay, have, I like... definitely haven't. But I don't oh, spend that so much we... time cutting things, I guess. So... Yeah. We had, like, the hardcore um, old, like... Uh, fabric scissors from the, like the 40s so they're just like mm. all metal and super pointy so like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's all but again very specific like extremely excruciatingly <laughs> yeah yeah specific uh, there's so another the good one about <clears throat> sick people the last person but like specifically dying people the last person that a dying person looks at will die the next year so like avoid mean. the line of sight of people who are dying i know right like you're not supposed That's to look just, at them come on just encouraging them to die alone mm-hmm. not it not going in your turn <laughs> all right i got one about uh dying people so this is one of the ones where i have to like start recreating the circumstances under which it came to be okay but uh the Superstition goes that if lightning strikes the house of a dying person, okay, it means the devil has come to collect their soul. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> I want you to spare a thought for that family. Like, you already have... Right? <laughs> like, Cousin Billy is already dying of scarlet fever. And then lightning strikes your fucking house and burns it to the ground on top of that. And then everybody in the town is like, well, clearly Billy was an asshole. So the devil came to collect his soul. Like, that's a lot for like, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a seriously bad week. (laughs) Okay, this one seems to be to derive from an ancient Turkic custom, but is still done in at least parts of Turkey today. The friend I was talking to said she remembers when she was a child, her family doing this. Um, so when a person dies in the Muslim tradition, you cover them with a white cloth, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And before everybody died in hospitals, everybody died at home, basically, right? So, like, person dies at home, cover them with a white cloth, and then 
put a traditionally it's supposed to be made of iron a blade on the abdomen again traditionally a knife but maybe like back in the day like a sword or something some sort of blade ideally of iron put it on their abdomen to help the soul travel to the afterlife and to keep away bad spirits so because they have to like hack their way like with a machete through the jungle to get there the iron like guides that i don't know so but this is the like (laughs) (laughs) this seems to be like the the roots of it but it is still done today and the like more let's say like updated explanation is that or at least the explanation that my friend says she was told um is that it's supposed to help prevent the body from swelling now what yeah i uh, that's not how decomposition i feel like (laughs) right (laughs) right which again we can talk about that another time (laughs) but yeah like i feel like that's not true (laughs) i like i feel like that's not true no i know that that's not true (laughs) we can cut the malarkey on that and just say no (laughs) i call shenanigans apparently yeah all right. Yeah. So like blade on the abdomen to either prevent the body from swelling before like people can come and take it away or, you know, back in the day to like protect the dead soul from bad spirits and guide it to the afterlife. Yeah. I like the idea of them having to like hack their way through the Jumanji jungle <laughs> to get to the afterlife. I like I that. Mean, I don't. It's like you never know. Sure, why not? <laughs> the last trial and tribulation of like, I just died. That was a whole thing, and now I gotta like fight my way through the pointless yeah. forest. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Like, so the last one, the the last like official one I have on my uh, my list is that pregnant women shouldn't go to funerals. Okay, because it's like rubbing it in everybody's face or what? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's uh, no, that is not the. Um, the two explanations that I have that come from two different places, like I read it in two different places. Um, hmm. And I think one that seems almost reasonable is that funerals are so emotional that it can cause a miscarriage. So like, uh, oh, okay, okay, sure. That's that whole hysterical I mean, I feel women, offended by that. Yeah, like but that sure. whole yeah. hysterical <laughs> woman thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then... Again, bless the Victorians. Um, women can't go to funerals because it gives the dead soul the opportunity to possess your unborn baby. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of options that there. That sounds more in keeping with um, some of the other ones we've talked about. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you're preggers, don't go to a funeral because you're going to end up with, like, possessed baby. <laughs> I mean, unless you really like the person who died and you would like them to be your child. That gets into a weird avenue. Just don't go. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Just avoid. Better to avoid. (laughs) Right. Just don't do that if you're superstitious. All right. Well, my last one then will be, um, this is again from my Sicilian friend. So on All Saints Day, presents. Which is November 1st, right? Right. Yes. So presents purportedly from dead relatives <laughs> are hidden around the house and children search for them like Easter egg hunt style. 
That is but amazing. But like instead of the Easter bunny, the little wrapped presents it's dead are people. from your dead relatives. I right. love that. <laughs> oh my god, I want to do I that. I love that too. <laughs> so it's like yeah. super morbid Santa. Right? So oh, God, morbid. That's amazing. So, so morbid. And I, I love, love that, it. like, the parents have to play along. They're like, no, for sure. Nana left that's this for definitely you. definitely like, from grandma. Yeah, yes. exactly. Wow. Uh, that's sick. I feel like I would have been super, super scarred as a child had my parents told me that, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, came back from the dead. Like, her soul came back from the afterlife and, like was in the house last night and like oh my god so messed up see what messed up you would at least take that journey i am still a very literal person but i was a very literal child so i would have been a zombie invasion in my house (laughs) and i would not have liked Uh. that like do we have a bomb shelter i can stay in tonight to avoid the zombie invasion uh perfect oh. all right well i think that was like more fun than usual uh yeah that was super fun we and should... if we find more we may do another one of these sometime in the yeah. future i think yeah. and if we find super great ones i will goes. definitely throw them up on twitter so thanks guys for listening to us as always you can reach us at twitter at in the end podcast or you can email us at intheendpodcast at gmail.com. So send us your comments, your questions, your topic suggestions, and we will be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, so we're in like the wood cycle of the animals, you know. Um, I love everything about that. <laughs> I would like that to be my nickname. Welcome forward. to In the End, a morbidly curious podcast. This is your host, Woodpig. <laughs> Woodpig. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>